Welcome to the Freud's Angels podcast, where two highly intuitive women dig into everyday problems using our connection to the divine, psychology, and energy work. We support you in your self-awareness, growth, and aid you in your shadow work. Now we're your hosts. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Grace. Let's get into the show. Hi, angels. How are we today? We're in episode 95. Um, Yeah, we're still in Mercury retrograde. So God only knows what will (laughs) happen. We're just here for it. Um, Vanessa, what are we going to talk about today? Um, Well, uh, (laughs) it's like my my throat is automatically like, oh, we're going to we're really going to talk about this, are we? (laughs) Yes, we are. Something that I think, you know, we, we all can stand to do a little self-reflection on, on a regular basis. And so I've learned personally in the last week or so, um, the importance of doing this self-reflection. And that is um, the concept of trusting yourself and um, really trusting yourself in all kinds of ways. I feel like um, it's real easy to pass on a meme that's like, I can depend on myself and like, you know, put all this energy out there of like, I'm, I'm a badass and I can handle everything. Yeah. And then it's a whole other thing to really get introspective and see if your moves match that energy. And, um, you know, for me personally, I've discovered that sometimes that is not the truth. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, Did I- I've got this. And then it's like, you're not even doing anything to, sh- yeah. to like, <laughs> Like you're not even on a limb. Like you, you got this, you do, but you're not moving forward into a place that looks like you really trust yourself everywhere. You might trust yourself in your nice little safe space right now, because you've got a lot of proven uh, success there. Um, But that's not the same. (laughs) And so that's been, that's been coming up for me personally, recently. And y'all know, like, if you listen to us at all, you hear that most of the time when we show up to record this podcast, we've got things to say because of how we personally uh, discovered them. Not, you know, we're not just looking out there to see what trends we can talk about. We're, we're just real life putting it out there. So this is one of those ones that like I said, kind of was like, yeah, let's talk about it. And now it's like, Ooh, there's going to be some ownership here. This is going to be fun. (laughs) Yes. And okay. So let's look at the idea of self trust. So when we're born, I always start there. You know, I do friends. Um, We know ourselves. We don't need to worry about trusting. We trust ourselves inherently. Like we know who we are. And then things happen where like we'll do something, give someone love. We'll 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 do um, some act where we know what we're supposed to do, but then we don't receive. We receive some sort of negative feedback from that instance, and so and then we'll try it again, and we'll do it again, and again, and again, and then all of a sudden, there's a sense of um, our brains are like, I can't trust you because every time you do this act or that act, we get some sort of negative feedback or there's pain involved or there's harm involved or there's trauma involved. 
And so the brain begins to be like, I can't trust you, man. You, A, you put us in danger all the time, or B, you're not following through, or like, there's a sense of just like, you're not, you know, you're not okay. And you don't have the information and, and it's dangerous for you to be in charge. And I, you know, I, uh, so, and this is real time friends. My cat is being a pain in the ass. Sorry. That's why I paused because she was stomping on my keyboard. Like she owned it. Like she was trying to type a letter to the kitty abuse society that I have not yet fed her enough today. And that, yeah. So anyways, okay. Sorry. I, sorry. I digress. So anyway, back to the brain. So the brain begins to create this sense of mistrust, which is why it takes control, which is why it shuts the heart down because usually as children, we lead from the heart. We, cause yeah. we know that's the power. And so we begin to have the sense of mistrust. That's why you, you sabotage. We find we have sabotage or mm-hmm. we're not achieving things that we want to achieve is because the brain doesn't trust that that's going to be good for us. It mm-hmm. automatically will think that, Oh, you know what? You're going to put us in danger again. Aren't you? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where it starts. And yeah, there is ownership here today because <laughs> I, I, yeah. Yeah. It's funny how you were like, yeah, this is what we're going to talk about. And they're like, oh, well, we're here now. I guess we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Look what's coming out. The, the caboose for all of my clients that are listening, right? Like, it's like, let the train roll. And then the caboose comes out and you're like, oh, okay. There, there's that. That's what we're doing. Y'all yeah. like... I, and this is what I love about what we do is that it, it just shows the, the reality of life. You know, I've never, we, we've always set out to say, we are not going to show up and tell you that we always have everything all figured out right now. We have a Bible for you to follow and that's your secret to success because it's false. And that's why we have so many people drowning and, crying out for help and not getting it is because we've got too many of these people showing up saying, I'm your guru. Let me show you, let me show you the way. And it's not your way. And it's not true because we all have to evolve. We all have to continuously be doing work because the world is a wild card. Society is a wild card. We have to adjust as well all the time. We have to look at our programming all the time. It's never done. And that means that we show up and let you know, we're not done either. We just, we're just going to share with you what we already know. That's how you're going to get right. Like this is, this is how we get the tools is that we receive what somebody else has used that has been successful. And we are committed to continuously creating tools (laughs) because it feels good. It does. I mean, we're a little bit like, okay, here, here comes some ownership, but on the other side of it, we know that it's worth it. We know that doing this worth is this work is worth it. Well, it's why we keep doing it. And we have, I mean, there's enough knowledge, like spiritually, energetically, mentally, brain-wise, we have enough knowledge to create these tools mm-hmm. uh, from our own experience. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when we do the work and help others heal, we, you know, heal or heal thyself. Because the reason why we're good at what we do 
and that we're, if we're, we have success with our clients is because we have done the work. We have, we have the ability to know what helped us. Now, the way I do it may not be the same. You need it. So I'm not the person you need. You may need a different type of healer. You know, maybe you just need someone who's strictly in the body sense, like a, a somatic healer. Like maybe that's what you need. Maybe you don't need traditional talk therapy. Maybe you need something else. But the reason why we show up with our own personal stories is because it adds weight to the evidence of what we're sharing. And we are, you know, we're pretty transparent. We're kind of that open book of, dude, this has helped me. I want this to help you if it applies. So if you listen to one of our podcasts and you're like, Hey, uh, and you're like, kind of like, ah, that doesn't seem to fit. And then fine, leave it, leave it where it was like, Mm -hmm. you don't need to take everything we say on as in it's gospel, but you just try it on. And if it doesn't feel good, then it's not yours to keep. So, right. But that little inkling that made you want to listen to it. Yeah. That's the thing is that I feel like it's like, you know, it's like when you try on clothes, like, you know, you want to go buy something. It's something in particular, but you'll try on everything until you find what it is that you want. You went in there with intent. So when we hear something or we're, we're coming for some sort of healing, you're ready for the healing. You're just looking for the you're just looking for the meat and potatoes of how to do it. And, um, what I love about, you know, being that transparent is that, I mean, it took a while. It took a long time to get through that imposter syndrome, learn how to trust myself and my skills, um, you know, of being like, no, this is reality. You have to show people reality. You cannot show them something that is not reality because then they're going to be looking to achieve something that's not possible. And I don't ever want to feel responsible for showing somebody something that is not possible. Do I have a great life? Absolutely. Is it always easy? Absolutely not. (laughs) There are things that go on. There are fears that happen, but having those tools and creating those tools is why I'm good, you know, at what I do. Like Grace was saying, we have these tools because we've learned enough to create more and feel confident in creating more. And, and you know, exactly. that's why, yeah, that's why when we start a talk and say, oh, we've got to talk about trusting ourselves. And we both are like, okay, here comes some responsibility. It's yep. because we know yep. not just the responsibility. We don't have to walk in fear. We also know that we're, we're creating new tools as we go through this process. We are creating new levels of understanding and healing as we personally go through this process. We are able to be more patient. I am so patient with my clients because I get it. You're not going to be done. And if three months down the road, you say, why am I still having this issue? All I'm going to say is we just haven't gone deep enough. We'll find it. I'm not going to tell you that you've been working on it for three months. Why isn't it done? That's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's, that's a brain thing. That's, yeah. that's, that's a brain message. It's a, yeah. it's a message of like, Oh, here again, you haven't done the thing that you needed to do in time. Like it's, it's just your brain trying to reaffirm trauma on your own, on your poor little psyche. Absolutely. And that's part of like, you know, regaining the trust with yourself of being able to know that you can handle it. And yeah. that's what, you know, the energy that we're coming from right now. And the reason why we didn't stop ourselves or the reason why this came up is because 
I mean, I feel fine with ownership. I feel fine with showing up and sharing the stories of where I may be having difficulty trusting myself because I want to do that work and I want that accountability and I want that responsibility. So I'm going to do it and (laughs) I'm going to do it as the open book um, because that's, that's how that healing is done. We have to be honest with ourselves. If we are not being honest, we will not. Yep. hundred percent. And, you know, and and the fact of the matter is too, I think is that it's, you know, yeah. Okay. Yes. I know that, you know, we come on and we're like, Oh yeah, more accountability. It's, but it's, we are safe in that space of having that accountability. Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing is that the first step is to create space Uh and compassion and and understanding of the self, like self-awareness. We've been talking about this for two, almost two years now. Can you believe that friends? Um, Almost two years now, we've been talking about account of our self-awareness. And when we have self-awareness at some point, we're able to shift that awareness. When we look at the self from judgment to neutral, because that's what ultimately we want mm-hmm. as, and then even farther into neutral with a little bit of compassion, yeah. with a little bit of understanding, with a little bit of, if, if your friend was to say or do or experience this, this is how you would respond to your friend. So this is how you're going to respond to yourself because mm-hmm. you know that in some aspect, you deserve a little bit of compassion because of how all of this came about. Mm-hmm. When we are talking about trust, it doesn't happen in a moment. It happens over time. So it's going to take time to heal that trust factor. And it's, and it's possible. And I'll share my own trust story with you, friends, is that, you know, it's the little things. It's the little things in life that I have not followed through on, promised myself, oh, you know what? We'll get up early tomorrow. We'll do the thing that you wanted to do. Or we'll we'll get up early and we'll start to like, we'll do this, this, or that. Like I'm always promising myself something so that I don't do it in the now because I don't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. And so then I'll say, but we'll do it later. It's okay. We'll get it. We'll do it. It's all right. We'll have fun. And then I never do it because it's my brain's way of kind of preventing me from having joy in my life Mm -hmm. because joy always meant there was pain or happiness meant the other shoe was going to drop and like somebody was going to come and take it away for some reason because we didn't deserve it. And so like today I'll use an example. So this weekend, something got disrupted. It's Mercury retrograde and I'm chalking it up to that. (laughs) There was some disruption And I really have been really wanting to just take a drive. The Pacific Northwest is gorgeous. And just driving through the, you know, the different places and the different mountains and the gorges and whatever, it's beautiful. It is healing. It is just, it's just, it's unexplainable. And I've been wanting to do it for a long time. Well, it got derailed on Saturday, um, which is when I intended to do it. And I thought to myself, okay you know what, if we're up early, we'll go out before we come to record, you know, we'll go out and we'll drive up, even if we don't go all the way, but we go to a certain lookout point, it'll be perfect. It'll be fine. I went to bed feeling like, nope, 
that's not going to happen because I don't get up early to do fuck all because <laughs> I am not an early person and I should know better than to promise myself yeah. that I will do that because I don't get up early. Now, normally the chain of events would happen was I would either sleep until like right when I had to get up to do the recording, or I would get up early, but then fall back to sleep. Like mm -hmm. it's, and I would talk myself out of doing it. Mm -hmm. And I know how I work. And I know that that's what was going to happen. But for some reason today, I was up at 3.30 and I was looking at my phone and I was like, okay. And then I was like, okay, go back to sleep. And then I was like, you know what? No. And I got on it and it was, it was so funny because I always feel like when you see those triple numbers in the clock, like mm -hmm. three, 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 four, four, four. Well, I had decided in that moment, I'm like, nope, get up. We're going to go do what we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. We're going to fulfill that promise. And I got up and I looked at the clock and sure enough, it was 4.44. <laughs> I always say whatever thought you had right before you saw that yeah. was what the angel's response to that was. Yep. And so I was like, okay. So I fed my cat because God forbid I leave the house without feeding her. She will die. She will yes. like lament. Absolutely. <laughs> so I fed my cat and I just got dressed and I just left. I didn't even like, I wasn't even like, oh, I'll make some breakfast. No, I just left. I was like, yeah. nope, we are not. We're going to stop for some to drink like a chai tea and then we're going to go. And I did. Mm. And I went and I loved it. And it was everything I needed it to be for me. It was a place of release. I got to enjoy the gorge. I got to enjoy the sunrise because the sun was rising at 530 and I was out the door by five o'clock and I was just ready to just be there yeah. and experience it. And I was just like, okay. And it's called the highway is called the old evergreen highway. Ironically enough. Yeah. And <laughs> so, and you, and as you drive through these twisty turns on this road, which is, I love it. Cause my, my car was made for roads like that. Yeah. And and I'm driving and I'm just enjoying it. I'm not even speeding. I'm, I'm going like, I'm going under the speed limit because I'm super enjoying the, it was just like on both sides, it was trees that were coming in and they were green. And it was just, it just opened my heart and opened something within me that was very closed and tight. And I was just like, oh, oh. It, it felt so relieving. And on the way home, I didn't realize this, what was happening, like kind of this until I was, driving home and I was sending a message to somebody and I said, Oh my gosh, for like one of the first times ever, I followed through with my promise to myself. Hmm. And it was so like such an aha moment that mm -hmm. I was like, Oh my God. Like, yeah. it's like all of a sudden I realized, Oh, so maybe this is, where this is the part or the moments where I'm building trust up again between my head and my heart. Like, cause my brain didn't have anything to say for it. It, yeah. it wasn't even engaged. It wasn't even like processing. Mm -hmm. It wasn't trying to involve and say, don't go. I mean, the hardest thing my brain had to do was, um, was, uh, decide what kind of drink I wanted, what kind of coffee I wanted at Dutch brothers. Like that was the thing. Like we, it couldn't decide. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, I, that was the only thing that it had. It was like, yeah. 
But I was like, it was like, oh my gosh. Okay. This is what trusting the self feels like. Yeah. Is that sense of, I have your back. I will support whatever my needs are. And in that moment, I needed to drive my car. I needed to be outside. I was standing outside with the other photographers at the lookout point and it was windy as fuck. And, and, and they're like, aren't you cold? Cause I didn't bring a jacket, of course. Cause I didn't know it was going to be that windy. Yeah. And, <laughs> Cause like, who knows what it's like at five 30 in the morning yeah. when you're not a morning person. No <laughs> idea. You feel like when the sun isn't there. <laughs> So, and they're all like, oh my God, aren't you cold? I'm like, no, I'm good. I just got out of the warm car. And I was just standing there and I'm like watching how quickly the sun rises over the gorge. And I was like, wow. And just to experience that moment and that it just, it was, it was what I needed in my heart and to have given that to myself saying, I see your need for this. It also diffused how it got derailed the day before. Like it became on my terms and I see how it had to go down. Like I see that the day before how I derailed it and I couldn't go in that energy. I had to do it in a way that I was open to receiving and not working through some brain energy. Yeah. And I was like, I couldn't have experienced it the same way had I gone the day before. Absolutely. And I I mean, I don't know about everybody else listening, but I was on the drive with you and knowing what car you have, I was in the car. (laughs) Just that open road. I mean, this traveler here loves the open road to begin with, but just what it feels like to just be on the road and looking and seeing the nature and, and just traveling to wherever and the windy road, it just gives the, it's just, there's something about it that touches the soul of the not straight, narrow path, the difference in, in what you'll see two minutes from now and all of that. And then, you know, that final destination being watching the, one of the most miraculous things that happens every single day, which is the sunrise. <laughs> but not really taking it. And we don't take it that way. But, you know, for me, when the sun comes in the window, I'm like, leave me alone. I just want to sleep. Like I'm not seeing it as like the miracle that it actually is when you're watching it. Um, but, and, and I love that story so much because it is also that, that self healing type thing that when we're listening, we'll do it. Yeah. You, th- for some reason, that was the sunrise you needed to see and the experience you needed to go through for your brain to be like, I need to go away and heart. It needs to lead this. And like, it's amazing. I got goosebumps just thinking about that whole experience and how just groundbreaking it is for this trust that, you know, we're continuously trying to build trust. But I think when, when we have events like that, it really is like, wow, look at me. And it's, and it's the littlest things. And mm. that's what I, I really hope that all of you understand is that we're not talking monumental, like buying myself this big thing or getting this big thing or doing these things. We're always self-soothing in some way. Mm-hmm. But when we kind of really become so self-aware that we understand when our heart is needs to be energized and when it's feeling dull and the vitality is low and you just feel your energy when you can do this tiny thing on the outside of this 
if, if you were a person who wasn't experiencing what I was, you would yeah. say, yeah, I drove to the lookout, saw the sunrise and I took a picture and came back. Right. That could have been very easily the situation. And for a person mm-hmm. looking from the outside, that's what they would have seen. Yeah. But because they didn't understand the entire context, it's what it did for me and what I needed from it that made it that much more huge. Yeah. It's never the thing. It's never so much the act. It's why you did it. It's it's why, you know, I, I hate mornings, friends. Yeah. Like if those of you who know me know that 9 a.m. is a good wake up time for me. I can't do mornings. I, mm-hmm. I just can't. <laughs> but I, I asked, like last night, I asked Google what time the sun, sunrise was. It was 5.30. And I thought, okay, if I'm up at five and I get out the door, I will make sunrise. And I didn't honestly think, even, even some <laughs> of my guides were like, you're not going to do it. <laughs> who are you kidding? And I was like, you're not a morning person. And I'm like, watch me. And I was just like, but mm-hmm. it was so, I, I don't know. It's these little moments we give ourselves when we're really paying attention to what it is we need that become <laughs> the cornerstones of you trusting inherently to hear what it is you need. Yeah. I think that's the big of it is that we're so busy in our heads about what we want physically and the outer world and the 3D world. And we don't query what we need internally, emotionally, mentally. We don't query that because we're so focused on what outside of us gives us the same dopamine hit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's what we're used to. We're used to that kind of gratification and we're kind of, um, we, we become, uh, programmed to believe in that more than anything, right? Like when we talk our work, our relationships are all, there's all kinds of rules and all kinds of things that we follow that take us further away from the trust in ourselves because we, we learn instead of knowing that we already know, <laughs> we learn what we're Guys. supposed to do. We <laughs> learn what a sunrise means, right? But when we lead ourselves there, we know what it means to us and all of that, that goes around with it. And that, that, that trust, not just like, Oh, Hey, I can trust that I can get up to see the sunrise. It's more like I can trust that if there's something I need, I'll give it to myself. And I needed a drive, a windy drive to a sunrise. And I did it. Yeah. Even though my brain might've tried to tell me that I wasn't going to, because I don't like mornings and I really, this is not something I'm going to make a habit of today I needed it today I did it and so I will do things when I need to do them and I will know what things to do when it's time to do them yeah like okay (laughs) right like it gives you that little bit like all right well what else we got here (laughs) what other things (laughs) the other thing that just occurred to me as as you were talking I didn't need someone else's support to actualize what I needed yeah Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm I could, I did it for myself. Yeah. I didn't need the support of another human helping support, give me, to give me what I need. Like I gave it to myself because I needed it. And I recognized that mm-hmm. I didn't need someone's reflection to tell me that I needed it or suggest that I could probably use it. I, my therapist didn't, you know, it's, it's, you know, something. And I even mentioned it like months ago in therapy, how much I enjoy driving my car and how much I miss not doing it. Cause I work from home. 
-hmm. And all of that (laughs) culminated in this moment. So, and it's, it's, and it's a lot about just being able to rely on myself emotionally and not rely on others. And that's, I think the biggest win. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think too, when we're doing a lot of work on ourselves, which I mean, I think we're, we're worker bees like to begin with. So it's almost like we're always on this race of self-discovery and, and self-healing. I'm tired of it. <laughs> right. Well, in a way it's kind of like we can burn ourselves out with the conscious you know, um, of this is what we're working on. This is what we're working on and being able to be like, that's good. There's, it's always good to do that, but it is also really good to like not see anything and just follow and really let it be small. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be emotional. It can really just be, well, today I did this thing for myself and and i needed to do it and i was listening and i'm aware of what had i'm aware of how all of this happened you know so that i i was taking care of myself without having to having to do it which is what sometimes we're doing when we're doing our self work we know we have to do it you know i there's some things i know i have to do right now and it's it's like okay yeah we're going to do it but then there's other things that have crept in of like this will help you you know, and being able to listen to it and be like, okay, all right. Okay. You know, that's, that's, that's part of it. My journey of trusting myself. It's like, I always, I know I can trust myself in chaos. Yeah. And what I'm learning now is to trust myself without the chaos, (laughs) which is very interesting friends, because with what I do for a living, I trust that. I know I can do that. I know that I can teach people yeah. all of this kind of stuff, but it is always a whole different ball game when you're doing it yourself, because you have to be, you have to get real good at that neutral observer. You have to get really, really good at your self-awareness because you, when you're used to looking at other people, it's real easy to follow that path of what the other people are doing. And you've got to be able to separate yourself. And so for me, it was kind of like, yeah, you know, I can teach people to trust themselves because I can celebrate their wins and I can celebrate their, this, that, and the other thing, but depending on their life, that trust is going to look different than it looks in mine. And being able to see that, you know, in the past few weeks has been, I think a game changer. I'm waiting to see, you know, what, what, how it unfolds because it's not automatic, but for me, it was like, yeah, I can handle things Uh, and I'm working on not having to handle things. If that makes sense to everybody that's listening, because I'm learning to trust that I can create more than I need to like make do with, um, for me, the big, the bigger, the, the, for me, there, there's a little bit of like events that are happening with the, with the trust issue. Um, but it's been like, um, like buying a new car or a, a truck in my instance. It's the first time I bought a truck without waiting for my car to break down. It's like, <laughs> I've never done that. And I didn't realize it until I did it. And I still, the reason why I bought it wasn't wholly 
because I was like, hey, I want a new one. <laughs> there was still some chaos involved in it. But the feeling that I got because I realized what happened of being like, you can do this at any time. You don't have to wait for chaos and you will be able to do it. And I did it on my own for the first time. That was a new thing for me is that it's like, really? But this was the first time. Absolutely. It was the first time I've always had to have somebody's input. I've always have never trusted that I could do something on my own. And, um, this time it was like, well, if it doesn't work out, I can handle it. And it was like, Ooh, this is a weird energy. To be in. <laughs> but it was like, if I bought a lemon, I'll deal with it. And so it was like, I'm going to be okay. No matter what. Interesting. Like now I'm trusting my, my, I'm, I'm trusting ahead of time a little bit. Um, and to, you know, kind of compound this a little bit, there's a lot going on in my life y'all right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I go the world turning upside down, literally. <laughs> I feel like, like what you were saying, Grace of like periods of calm and then like the, the sea churning up basically is, is, uh, the cycle of my life right now, but it is leading to a better place of, of trust. So for some of y'all that don't know, I'm moving, um, and I don't really know what I'm a hundred percent when the things are going to fall into place. Um, so I've had to do some temporary stuff that was a little bit scary, but what I've discovered in this whole deal and including the car is that I didn't quite trust that I could do things on my own. Um, the first time that that ever happened was when my marriage went South and I was living in New Jersey. And I said to myself, you can't live in this state by yourself. You're never going to survive. Nobody can live on their own in the state of New Jersey, doing what you do. You get paid such little money for that. And before I knew it, (laughs) six years had passed and I was doing it on my own. I was struggling, but I was doing it. And that was my first, like, okay, you can do it, but I struggled through it. So I didn't, that message was still in my head that, well, sure you can, but you can't do it. Well, it's going to be hard. So you better just not do that again. Now we're coming on like the house that I'm living in is being sold. That is completely out of my control. And I'm going to be out on my own with a kid, like for real, for real on my own. Nobody can do this next step for me (laughs) because I'm done with not trusting myself. I have made the conscious decision of no, no, no. You're going to create this time. You're not going to accept what somebody else is creating for you as the safety, because now you're learning that when you do that, you don't trust yourself and you need to trust yourself. And it's like, Like, it was like my head exploded when I figured that out. When I first came here, I did not believe that I could be a homeowner, not just financially, but just in general, (laughs) it was like, I had the idea, well, if I just rent somewhere, then everything that goes wrong is not my problem. (laughs) I won't have to deal with it. And even when I make that statement now, I can hear very clearly the, well, you don't trust that you can handle it. Right. Back then it didn't sound like that. Back then it was like the fact of, I like it that way because then I can make somebody else do it. Uh Uh-uh. You just don't think you can do it yourself. Well, now I've been here for three years, mowing lawns, you know, power washing sidewalks and houses and fences and, you know, building fire pits in the backyard and splitting firewood and creating gardens. And like, yeah, where's your evidence now? (laughs) 
I don't well, have any <laughs> and I've been paying for it. So yeah. all of the, but I needed this experience in order to do that and to open my eyes and the shakeup that's happening right now in order for me to say, okay, you've been given another shot to decide, do you trust yourself yet? Because there's plenty of other people out there that you can trust and you can put your trust back in them and they're not, they're, they're not going to let you down. But when is it going to be your turn? When are you going to do it? Yeah. And it's like, nice. You know, I'm pretty excited about it because in all honesty, it's like a whole new level. Again, a whole new level of learning for me is a whole new level of learning for other people. It gives me so much more empathy for the path that people are on that I can help them with being able to be like, I was, I've been there. I have not trusted myself before, even when I was really good at what I was doing. And even when I trusted myself 98% of the time, that 2%, I know what that's like. Yep. Yep. And as you're talking, something occurred to me, Vanessa, and I love how these things show up as we're listening and reflecting was that if you think about it, our hyper-independence, our professional independentism was created mm-hmm. of, of the mistrust of not only ourselves, but of others, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so mistrusting ourselves for trusting others. It's right. like this whole web. Yes. <laughs> so as you were talking, I'm like, huh. So this, the way we're building our trust within ourselves is actually how to be independent in a, in a, positive way because it's it's knowing it's understanding our needs understanding who we are knowing where oh you know what in this situation I do need help Mm -hmm. and but I can handle I will find the right person to help me or that if the situation arises that I can handle it or I know when my where my limits are and and it's like this is the healthy way to be independent it's like we're going from the dark side of independence mm-hmm. and we're creating that sense of healthy independence around trusting ourselves to exist within this world. Yeah. And that we can build it and maintain it. I mean, the, the idea that I, it's like, I know I can depend on myself. Right. And that's where that hyper-independence comes from, but it comes yeah. from chaos. It's like, I have to have the chaos in order for that to kick in the gear. Well, and now it's like, no, you don't just go get it. Cause you want it you want it, go get it. <laughs> and, you know, and one of the things that you say that, cause I was just talking to a friend recently, how, why is it that I'm so procrastinating until I'm in that deadline space of time crunch, or I'm in trauma space where I can pull this shit out of my ass in a way that's like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. Like, why can't I trust myself to do the things in the time to do them and not get to the panic point. And it's like, because I don't trust that I'll do it or I'll do a good job. Yeah. I have to wait until I'm like, oh, all right, I have no choice. I have no choice. I have to do it right now or I'm going to miss a deadline or I'm, it's not going to happen. And then it's done. Right. Like, so I think that part of the, I have a hard time making decisions I'm a Libra. I'm like a super air sign. So that's part of it. But like, also there's trust of what's the right decision when there is pressure, you don't have time. You've got to make a decision and stick with it. And then you're done. Like the, the, the event has passed when there's three months to make a decision. I'm the same way. I'm like, Oh, I can't make a decision. I can't. But But the day before I have to, 
Yeah. And then I will have to live with what, what, with whatever that is. And I don't have time to contemplate. I don't, you know, it's, it's, it's about trust. If I trust myself, I'll make that decision on day two when I have it, because I'll know that I'm good either way. It's very, very interesting to see that, like that my procrastination isn't all just lazy. Like I don't want to do it. It is. I'm going to not trust myself through the entire process. I'm going to continuously battle myself. Yeah. So I'm going to not do it. I'm going to wait until the last minute because then I won't have as much of a battle. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, right? Like writing papers, write a paper. I'm going to revise it 83 times. I'm going to, but if I write it the night before, I do not have time. I just have to depend on my intuitive writing, yeah. which has always worked by the way, which is why procrastination continues to be in my life because it has not failed me yet, but (laughs) I see it now as it hasn't failed me because those are the times where I am the most intuitive. I just let it flow because I have to, I can't, I can't get in my own way. I have to get out of my way in order for it to come through. It's fascinating. All of this stuff that comes through when you, when you really sit down and think about it and the level up that's going to come from, I've done pretty good in my life thus far. It's kind of exciting to be like, well, what's it going to be like with this intentional (laughs) trust-based (laughs) decision-making? Well, and and here's, and here's where I'm like, I'm I'm hearing and I'm even getting a feeling of, okay, this is where we tread carefully because we still have to listen. We have to be quiet enough to hear what our needs are. Mm -hmm. We have to be quiet enough to understand and to recognize where we're still working in that narrative. Mm -hmm. So when this realization happens in our lives, there's almost a sense of, okay, well now you've experienced it. So there's a little bit of that tenuous rope of, okay, I need to be more available to hear what I need, not just from my brain, but from my heart. Mm -hmm. And I need to be as duly attentive to it as I was in this moment. So it's kind of like once you open, once you see the issue, you can't avoid the issue anymore. Mm-hmm. And you become more aware of where the issue keeps happening. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's another thing is that, you know, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And this, this, the clarity that all of this has brought me has really had me sitting, you know, like i we, we talk about manifestation all the time. I've manifested everything I've ever asked for. I have some of it being like, once you get there, like, Ooh, I missed something. <laughs> right? Like forgot that very important piece. And now I need to like add that in there. But like, I can think about the times where I've sat and written down what it is that I wanted for my life. And I can see even right now, now that I've gotten this, uh, this new level of awareness, how different that looks because the feeling behind it, I've finally understood you know, of like that independence, not being because I can't depend on somebody else, that peace, not being because I don't have to deal with somebody else, you know, like all of, all of those things that were written in some of that stuff beforehand, because they were written maybe with a little bit of pain and a little bit of urgency, um, or a little bit of escapism type thing going on. And the difference of like, what am I going to miss about, not being here in this house. What is it that I really love about being in this space of my own? 
And it's kind of like, that's where I'm going to manifest the next thing from. And it will be even better because this wasn't bad. Trust me. I got exactly what I needed here. (laughs) It was exactly what I asked for. It was exactly what I needed. There is no negativity attached to like how I manifested this, but being able to go forward and be like, no, I, the next manifestation is with trust. It is with love of all of those things. It is with beautiful independence that doesn't have to be fierce and protected. Um, it's, it's like, and now I can't wait for it in a good way. Like I can't wait to create. It's not like I can't wait to be safe. And I think that that's what I've been doing for a long time is waiting to be safe because lots of places I've been in have not been safe and knowing, trusting, Oh, I'm going to create that. Cause I did already. I just, there was one piece missing, which it wasn't mine. Yeah. <laughs> I created, I created safety, you know, in something, in somebody else's thing, in this case being house. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's cool stuff. And I think you hit a key point there too, is that it's, it's a lot about safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think both of us have worked very hard to create safe spaces, not just in our environment, but within ourselves. Yeah. Like we've worked really hard to look at the things about ourselves that are not always the greatest, but we've, we've approached them in a very compassionate and very kind of neutral or neutral type of way in a sense of, all right, I see you and I see why you're there. So I'm not going to be self-flagellating about it. I'm just going to sit in with it of, okay, what, what do we do? How do we work this? Yep. And, and it's good, you know, and knowing what's on the other side of it, this is, I mean, we say it all the time and we really mean it. Like, you know, even the, the, the epiphanies that have come through here, just in this conversation, it's yeah. worth it on the other side. It's worth the temporary, like sting of being like, Oh no. <laughs> like, is that what I was doing? Okay. Yikes. You know, like you get that little like prickly, like, Oh, that's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> but on the other side of it being like, well, with that awareness, I can now not repeat the cycle. That's exciting. Yeah. I want to not feel that again. So what do I do? I just create from that space of, all right, what, what's, what's the good on the other side of that and just go from there, go looking for that That safety in my own thing, that safety in not having to worry about whether or not somebody's going to like what I'm doing, especially, I mean, I got plans (laughs) (laughs) y'all. They involve glitter, (laughs) but you know, all kinds of things that it's like getting attached to them for the right reasons. Yeah. is very exciting. And that's where, you know, I'm, I'm going to create from, but why I, I love doing what I do because I watch other people do it too. I watch their process. I watch them achieve. I watch them break through like this and learn how to trust themselves and go forth and create from that. It's, it's really amazing when you attach onto, I don't know everything. I will never know everything, but when things come up, I'll know it when it's time. Yeah. Hundred percent, absolutely. Wow. 
we hope that you have a little bit more of an understanding of where you can learn to trust yourself or that it's possible. Or maybe you don't, maybe you're like, oh, how don't I trust myself? Do I do any of the things that they've explained or shared? You know, are you, you know, how are you a professional independent person? But the key, I think, is just in discovery, to be curious, to talk it out and to work it out. If you see a therapist say, I'm really working on discovering where I don't trust myself and how that plays out into my life. Mm-hmm. and you know and to give you some food for thought if you need help exploring any of that both of us are available together and on in our own modalities and if you need us come find us yes at freud's angels at gmail.com freud's and of course on facebook and instagram we love you we hope that you stay curious about yourself, about the world around you, and always about your healing. Take care, everybody. See you next week. Love y'all. If you were triggered by anything said in this podcast, please dial 911 or go to your local emergency room. To more deeply understand your unique emotional reaction to today's podcast, I'd love for you to connect with me. You can find me at Vanessa Perry Counselor at gmail.com or at www.vanessaperry.net. And if you wish to take your healing further through energy work or channeling angels or the highest level beings, please reach out to me, Grace, at graceevergreen.com or graceevergreen at outlook.com. And always remember you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light.